Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet Rain, and my guest today is Lisa Stewart. She's an intuitive business guide designer, inventor, author, speaker, healer. It is her mission to help people find courage to co-create their personal magic to grow their dreams. As an intuitive business guide, she mentors mystics who want to move from the work world to the woo world so that they can leverage their intuition and master energy to make insightful decisions to build their confidence and to grow their income. With over 30 years of business experience, she's designed and built several hundred products over the years, selling them worldwide from brick and mortar shops to online. She's had, she's worked, her work has been featured in major news, news stations and movies. She's authored several articles and founded in industrial publications, also co-creating with Spirit. So welcome, Miss Lisa, to the show. Thank you so much, Violet. I'm happy to be here. I love it that you've joined us this morning. I for most people, they don't start their journey in the spiritual world. They end up getting led to this. Talk to us a little bit about what led you to want to do what you do today and how you got here. Absolutely. So I've always been a lifelong intuitive and I've always had you know, my two feet in different dimensions. I grew up with an invisible friend, the ability to see ghosts, read energy intentions and talk to animals. And I've also discovered that I can manifest like nobody's business. But up until three years ago, I thought these experiences were random and by chance. Now I know this isn't the case. So today I call myself a creative mixed medium. And of course, after a few past life regressions, I've learned that I'm a seer and a lover of symbology. So having the precog abilities, loving icons and cryptography, and then learning to design logos in college was a natural progression for me. Now, cracking the spiritual closet three years ago, I decided I would start with sigil making because it made complete sense to me and it's also in natural alignment with who I am. In addition to creating sigils, I help uh, to help with protection pr prosperity and forming these as logos in business, I'm building my mediumship skills and using those as a tool and using energy as, to help folks reconnect with their personal magic to grow their creative confidence. Now, I also work with angels, ancestors, spirit guides, oracle cards, and divination tools to grow my business. And I've always used these tools co-creating with spirit. That's pretty cool. You know, those that are listening, I've always been kind of interested in sigils. Mm -hmm. Talk to those that are listening that have may never heard that word before. Mm -hmm. What is a sigil and how do those work for us? Because I find them fascinating. Yeah. So sigils really are symbols 
that help you manifest or achieve something that you are striving for. So they can help with um, all kinds of opportunities and spell work and things like that. So a sigil really is, you know, forming that initial intention and infusing it into the spell work or the energy work that you want to do. So it's just a very quick line that can be crafted through lots of different means. There's lots of different methods out there. And what I've done is I've taken those methods and then ideally created them in more of a logo shaped form because my technique from an illustration standpoint is more of a calligraphic in nature. And that is part of one of the stories I want to share with you today about how spirit moved me into getting into the calligraphic illustration aspect of my business and how that formed the basis for my building my small empire. <laughs> I love small empire. We all need small empires, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so you talk about mystics. How would you define a mystic? How, who is a mystic and what is that definition? Because I know it can be kind of all over the board and you mm -hmm. talk about helping mystics with their business. So mm -hmm. what is a mystic? To me, a mystic is a person who has expanded their awareness and their consciousness uh, beyond the veil and understanding that they can work with spirit and source beyond the veil to help build an enriching life here. Now, for me, up until three years ago, I was in the closet, right? Being a lifelong intuitive, I knew that I had these random occurrences of ESP or knowingness, and I didn't know that I could use them as tools. And now understanding that, I'm like, oh, these are actually skills I can build to use in my life and in my business. And so there are a lot of you know, unacknowledged mystics out there who use their intuition, not knowing that's what it's called, or they may call it by a different name. And then there are those who are firmly entrenched in the spiritual world, and they're all about spirit. And now I have moved from that one phase of, hey, I didn't know I could do this to, oh, isn't this cool? And I just want to mention as well, is that I've been inspired working with my ancestors and the gifts that they've presented to me. Evidently, my former selves have left a treasure chest of metaphysical tools for me to play with. So how cool is that? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's really kind of awesome. You know, a lot of people dream, Lisa, of having a spiritual business, of owning their own business, but there's lots of fears that prevent them from stepping into that work. And, you know, understandably, right? It's not always easy um, to have your own business, right? There's, there's, I know personally, the ups and downs of uh, having a business and the impact of this world of, you know, that energetic. So what would you tell somebody that's really wanting to do that, to have their own business or that has a business and they're struggling right now? 
Oh, there's so much to consider when starting a business. And when it comes to setting up a business in the metaphysical industry specifically, mystics often face unique challenges. And some of those challenges can be overcoming stigma and prejudice, right? Uh, lack of business knowledge, uncertainty around pricing and value, marketing invisibility, finding the right fit client, managing time and energy, legal and ethical considerations, as well as creating sustainable income streams. So th that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I think, I think when you're in the spiritual world, you, you know, it's, I'm not saying that it's easy, but you're more aware of things and you learn that your energy really does impact everything around you, including your business. Right. Absolutely. So if you have all these fears built up, mm -hmm. it can really, really hurt you on the end. So it's like stepping in to mm -hmm. that confident side mm -hmm. of the business. So, you know, you talk about here, how do you help mystics thrive in their business? How do you work with them so that they can be successful? Right. Absolutely. And what I do for mystics is I provide the structure, the grounding. So that way they can then do what they do best is reach out to spirit because there's a balance there, isn't there? Right. The energy flow and between earth and spirit, earth and the universe and balancing that. Then there's also the yin yang aspect, right? There's the, the yang aspect where you're taking bold action, but then once you've taken that bold action, you need to sit back a bit and feel into that intuitive energy and that nature and let things just kind of incubate and settle and then get back into it. And that's why also I used moon phases to help build my business as well. Now understanding those energies and really maximizing and taking advantage of those energies so that I'm balanced and I don't burn out. So yeah, that's really the foundation of really building a strong, sustainable business is managing those energies and know when to capitalize on them and then when to step back. I love that. I love that. So unlocking business know-how, you've got all these great insights, but I know you wanted to share with us a little bit more about the sigils and how working with them has really helped you. So I want to give you an opportunity because I'm curious now for you to share a little bit more of that and how that has come um, to grow in what you're doing. Sure. Yeah. So sigils really were my foot in to um, the spiritual world because the past lives have informed my present day, right? And those past lives I found uh, once upon a time, I was standing on a cliff in leather shoes and a cotton smock. And I had this tablet with me and I was drawing symbols on it. And suddenly uh, a fighter jet goes by and I'm like, whoa, okay, that was interesting. And then taking that knowledge and understanding that that symbology helps to inform um, my world, the world around me and others. And knowing that those symbols then can be that magic conduit, that doorway that leads um, one from the mundane world, right? The earth plane 
and reaching out and connecting with the spirit world. Now, people can use sigils, um, like I said earlier, for many different reasons, right? So if they want to capitalize on courage, if they want to manifest, um, let's say, more money in their business or um, a different clientele, they can use sigils to help connect with the spirit world and basically blast out their intention, their wants, their needs, and bring that back to them. Now, for me, I went a step further and took those sigils and used them to create branding, right? To create logos for, uh, for businesses. And those sigils then, what I end up doing with my personal sigil is when I do my ritual every morning, I will also create a shield around me. And with that shield, I will actually extend my sigil, my logo above me as a beacon for clients to come resonate and be attracted by what my offerings are so that we can work together. I love that. I love that. You know, symbolism throughout, and you know this because you love symbols, are mm-hmm. doorways to past, mm-hmm. present, future, knowledge, wisdom, um, mm-hmm. all of that. So symbolism is everywhere. When you know what you're looking for, it mm-hmm. stands out very strongly. And it's been throughout history, belief systems, everything. There's symbols in everything that our soul really understands And it is a communication piece because I love talking to people because they're like, okay, I want to do my gifts and I want my guide to sit right next to me and talk to me. And I'm like, it doesn't quite work that way. (laughs) Um, Communication's a little bit different from that world to this world. Because when we're not in this physical body, we don't communicate the same way. We communicate very differently. So um, it does shift. It shifts all of that. So I love that you're using symbols to put stuff out there. So, and I like that you're using it as a brand, as an ability to create the brand from business, right? To bring that in and also to attract clients. What a cool way to kind of do this. So, you know, share with us, cause you talked about past lives, how you connect into past lives to be able to pull that information through for somebody that would love to do that or is trying to do that. What would you recommend for them that, cause I believe we do similar things from life to life and that there is information in the past, what we call the past life that can help us in this lifetime mm-hmm. that are connecting to understand that those are gifts. So what would you share with the audience about how you've received that and how that's worked for you? I think that while the past lives informed me, um, most the first past life that I encountered, it was interesting because the woman separated herself from me and ascended a staircase and was met with um, a spirit. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And she met the spirit like an old friend. And when I was being guided through this regression, the, the question was, 
what message does this person have for you, right? Your, your past life. And so I waited and she turned to me and she said, never forget to use your magic. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so from, from that standpoint, I started to learn other modalities and what it means specifically to work with your ancestors. And for me, once I've learned how to connect with my ancestors, um, it's been a phenomenal ride. My ancestors have, um, and they're with me right now, they're all gathering, they're like all super excited. I find that working with ancestors is more tangible than my past lives. I mean, it's it's one thing to gather information from my past life, mm -hmm. but I think it's much more practical and tangible to work with your ancestors because for many of us, we don't have texts, right? Like I grew up in a family that didn't practice and they certainly didn't practice openly, but they didn't practice. And so I really didn't have a whole lot to go on. So now I feel like I'm kind of working my way around in the dark. And as I build my community and start to uh, engage in other practitioners and be guided by them, um, they're showing me new tools and techniques, specifically working with ancestors. And so each morning when I do my ritual, I will meet with my ancestors and ask them, what message do you have for me today? And it's been, it's been a heck of a ride. It's been exhilarating. I love that. I love that connecting. So have you found that there's magic within your ancestors that you're discovering that since you did, your family didn't practice it? Because I find that sometimes our family wasn't visibly showing signs or doing this work. Mm -hmm. But when we look back through our ancestors and generations, it's mm -hmm. definitely there. Have you found that as well? What I have found is that the ancestors that I'm working with are far removed. They, they are not immediate, right? And so I'm still understanding like what lineage and what lines they connect to. Um, it was interesting because the first time I worked with them, um, I, it was what I call my birthday party. So it was a year ago this time and I was making a chocolate cake and I always made my birthday cakes and I said, you know what, this is probably a really good time to call in my ancestors to get some kind of um, like co-partnership going on, co-creation going on. So I had, I, I was shucking um, pistachio nuts and I said, okay, well, let's do this. So I called in my spirits of the highest trust and compassion to make sure there weren't any miscreants that were going to get in there, any tricksters. And so I created, you know, my little bubble standing there in the kitchen. And I said, okay. And I could feel them just, you know, shimmy up to my left side. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I said, I want to create some kind of chocolate decadent dessert. What do you suggest? You know, anything, anything that you want to suggest to me, I'm open. And they said, what? And they started showing me imagery and they said, you know, shuck those pistachios. And then they showed me butter and then they showed me a pan. And I said, okay, so I guess I'm going to be roasting these pistachios in this pan. So I turned around, went to the stove and threw in some butter. And I said, okay, tell me. And, and then they said, no, hold on. 
pinch some fresh lavender in there. And of course I had a big jar of lavender, pulled that down from the shelf. And I said, okay, you're gonna have to tell me how much. So like a crane, you know, I pinch lavender, bring it over to the butter that's melting in the pan. And I start to sprinkle it and I say, okay, tell me exactly how much. And they say, okay, now. So then I, you know, dip, you know, dispense the rest of the, uh, the lavender in the jar and I start stirring. And they said, okay, now throw in the pistachios. So I start throwing in the pistachios and stirring. And I'm like, okay, now you're going to have to tell me how long I'm stirring here. And I said, remember, this is not, <laughs> this is not an open fire. This is an electric stove. And so they're like, okay, stop. And then I brought it over to the other side of the kitchen and started to nibble on the lavender butter pistachios. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. And I'm like, is this a thing? Because I... I do cook, but my partner cooks 365 days out of the year. He loves cooking. So I don't cook for him that often and that's fine. And it's not like I can't cook, but I love to bake, but you know, it's just like, uh, I'm just going to let you, you know, rain domain over the kitchen. And it was such an exciting project to be there with my ancestors who were like, okay, let's have some fun. And since then it's just been a joy ride. Oh, I love that. I love that story because I would never think to put lavender and butter and pistachios <laughs> no. would, never, would never even be a combination that I would think of. So no, how, how fun is that? Yeah. And it was funny because I'm like, okay, I'm going to Google and I'm going to see if this is a thing. And it's definitely a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Some old world knowledge, right? that yeah. we may not always connect to. Mm -hmm. well, Lisa, talk to us a little bit about some of your offerings. What do you offer if people wanted to work with you? What are some of the things that you offer that people can connect with you on? Oh, absolutely. Well, I've got two invitations, Violet. Um, the first one is if you're confused about how to start your business, I've got a plan for you. Create harmony with the elemental business vortex found in the free download. It's called the Map and Plan Your Magical Business. It's a budget-friendly business strategy planner to help you chart your strategy and tactics as you grow your personal brand. And the second one is if you feel stuck and want to shift from chasing clients to being chased, or you want to make a full-time income fast and you don't know where to start, I'm taking more than 30 years of my business experience and making it available for creative spiritual, mystical entrepreneurs. I'd like to announce a soft launch of the Mystic Makers Business Portal. Everything you need to quickly build your personal brand reputation and become the go-to expert. So if you feel resistant to marketing and selling, you're not alone. We're not born knowing this stuff. The Business Portal is for the spirited, courageous, creative entrepreneur who wants support building their business, even if they're not tech savvy. So imagine accessing the tools and resources you need to confidently set up your business. It's an action-based get shit done container that grants you access to on-demand training, tools, templates, life coaching, and so much more. Inside the portal, I teach you key strategies to conjure, create, and cultivate to sustainably grow your business. Promote yourself that feels authentic and true, not like big pharma, design products and services that customers crave, marketing and sales funnels that lead buying customers to your door, and how to communicate the value you offer to your audience, not compete on price, and of course, developing your personal brand to differentiate yourself from the practitioner next door. 
in the end, you'll inspire your customer to say, yes, this is exactly what I want. So if you sign up today, you can lock in the founder's price because I will raise the price once I iron out all the wrinkles. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing that with us today. And thank you for being part of the podcast. It was so nice to get to meet you in person. Because I know we live in the same area. So it was great to connect. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on, Violet. And stay magical. <laughs> I love that. I love you. Love that. Thank you for watching our show today. I hope you'll follow, comment, and like on our platforms. We love to hear from you. So we'd love to have your comments. Thank you for watching today. And we hope that you have a magical day and that we see you again really soon. So have a great day, guys. Thank you. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.